0: Please hit like, share, and subscribe. Now enjoy the Practical Guitarist podcast.
1: Jim, stop texting. us, texting us. I,
0: I gotta tell people I'm recording my podcast. Yeah,
1: I know. You're like, you're like, gotta let them know. I can't believe. Gotta let them know.
0: Can't believe my relative popularity, which is terrible, we, because actually one person wants to talk to me. So I think so, this
1: episode's gonna come out next because of the because of the nature of some of the content. Um, yep. So this is actually the second episode of our new format, but we're gonna re- release them in. Reverse order, so everybody, we're going to one-hour episodes. We're going to splice them up. We're going to splice them into smaller chunks on YouTube. Yep. Now, let's move on. Let's let's uh, start talking about some things. And I, the first thing I have on my list, here, Jim, is your departed item.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I I returned an item. I think I'm talking about on the one that we're we're in backwards. So you guys will hear this in backwards order. But no, um, <laughs> so I got the uh, I got that uh, Fishman. Um, EQ pedal that mm-hmm. uh, they have, and um, really good pedal for a lot of people. It literally did nothing. It Not was in my. It
1: funny. was in my last. Uh, it was in the last episode. The last one. Oh, I it edited was and okay. so it yeah. was
0: out. Okay. So the truth of the matter is, I got it in. I got it. Um, I finally got to use it. Um, I took it to a rehearsal. Thank God. First, I didn't make the assumption that it was going to work. <laughs> Took it in, pr- pulled it into the or plugged it into the PA, fired it up. Nothing, nothing. The, the EQ didn't change anything. I made sure that I had the settings. I had to pull out the little manual, which is like two pages long, um, which states the obvious. Make sure it's in guitar mode. Make sure you're, you know, you. So turn you think your... the you think it was bad or it might have been. I I was talking to uh, my rap... He said it might have been bad. He goes, "I'm sorry, I had a bad, um, you know, that that I had a bad experience, but I wasn't interested in getting a replacement at that point. I was so, I, I was, I was in a position of I'm just pissed off. I, I, I got this thing to do a certain. This is the thing that 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 I I wanted to make clear, and I don't think I made it clear enough when I bought it." and I didn't research it enough this is my my fault I didn't research it enough to know it wouldn't fix the problem wouldn it and that is there's a lot of this is the thing about that pedal that's a great pedal if you send it out the quarter inch guess what it does in the XLR side not a th-ing, thing it just converts it to okay
1: and then you use the mic pre's on the on the board okay. that's right that makes sense I mean to an extent. Because a lot of people would want to use the EQ on the board and then maybe have the quarter inch out signal. So I'm just trying to think about that. Does it does it send out balanced quarter inch or is it just
0: yeah? So balanced or unbalanced? I don't know if it's balanced or unbalanced to be honest with you because it's in a cardboard box at FedEx. Well, yeah, now, but, yeah,
1: yeah. But but I'm just but, thinking about that. I'm like, then why the hell would you even need it? You're just EQing your guitar and then sending it out into an instrument it's level not doing input
0: anything. and and the other side of it is, yeah, that, that's just it, though. You're EQing the guitar and setting it an instrument, and you have a boost at your feet. So it's kind of like being the sound man at your feet. But the problem I have is I wanted to set it to XLR. That's a to dumb the board. device. Yeah, and so XLR to the board, really all it did, does is, you know, okay, there's a balanced output. It went from unbalanced to balanced. You're welcome. Um, okay, but I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Literally, yeah, and and so the boost button, which would be your solo mode, right? That's I'm, I'm gonna go do a solo. So you have a balance control on the side, or I mean, I'm sorry, a boost control to decide how much boost you want. It's just a little pot. You literally yeah. turn with your fingernail or with a guitar pick or whatever. <clears throat> um, sorry, my allergies are killing me. Um, and uh, I, I set the back. Be- and it didn't do anything and i and so i read the book and it goes oh yeah going out the xlr doesn't do anything don't make any changes I went, well why did i buy it it's yeah that's not a di box five dollars and i'm the, i'm i didn't pay that he got me a great deal but still
1: i mean that's barely a di box at that There's point Barely
0: a DI box. i can go i can go spend 25 dollars for a di box well i mean you get dollars. a quality
1: when you're gonna spend 100 bucks, yeah. but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's <clears throat> kind of crazy. i
0: box. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's so when you, I went. All you right, have a I,
1: preamp in your guitar, though, right? Like it's got a battery yeah. and everything, so it's active. So um. you would only need a pat Yeah, you'd be like a hundred bucks. You could get one of the yeah. better ones for for hundred dollars, and yeah. you should be fine. And like, uh, th- that's the whole benefit of that is that you would get the EQ from the device.
0: But basically, what so that tells me taking... is that's
1: that's intended for passive pickups. To run through there and then get your instrument level out.
0: That's right. That's what it tells me. It's for passive. Oh, that doesn't um, make any sense, though. Nobody no, runs so passive has, pickups anymore. Who has passive pickups? Well, banjo players, people like that. Yeah, but... Um, oh. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not for... And passive basses, because it has bass mode. And so I get it. It would have been great for the bass, but I wasn't using it for the bass. I use my bass amp for the bass. <laughs> so it, it, honestly, it was it was a lot of money that that I was like, well, that I this is useless it. to me because I, I'm not going to use it. What am I going to send the quarter inch out to? And then and then Drake says, well, you could send it to your amp. I'm like, this is not going to my amp. This, the, 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 I'm not sending it to an amplifier. If I was going to buy an amplifier, I'd have bought a Fishman loud box and I'd been done with it. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's to me that's the, that's up here. That that's a great. You know, it's a great piece. Go, it's, it's probably
1: Box. the best one under 500 bucks for sure.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what I would have done. I would have taken the same amount of money, put a little more into it and got a Fisherman Loudbox, which I still might do yeah. but for what I was doing with it. Cause then a Fisherman Loudbox, then I could send that DI out. Oh, now you're taking my DI out of that. It's not going to bypass everything. Now I've had a little control over my DI.
1: Right. Right. So-
0: well, yeah.
1: I mean, nice. that sucks. Nobody wants to go through a product situation like that. And maybe I'm not understanding. Maybe we're not understanding what the purpose of that product was, and that, and that. Right. But like, that doesn't seem right to me at all. That yeah. the, that the XLR yeah. out is not affected. Usually, yeah. if that's going to be the case, like you have a, a selector switch, <laughs> yep. you know, for yep. like you you turn it off, dry, pre-pump. or you know, analog dry through, or you know, that kind of yep. thing. Um. Yep. So, well, that's gonna be yep. a short segment. I, there's not really a whole lot to add there. That just sounds crazy to me. Um, yep. So, but but so the, think, the return process of Sweetwater is fine, right? I mean, that's it's just great. It's great. I mean, up, I'll, pay for the,
0: I'll pay for the return. It'll be a few bucks, but I, I don't care about that. I, I it was an experience yeah. that I unfortunately um, the I didn't feat. enjoy. But yeah, I tried it, and and it wasn't what I was hoping it was, and that that was. And he did say to me, he said, "Did you t- did you try pre and post EQ, and maybe that would have helped me as far as the EQ side of it? But the problem was, I wanted to be able to do a boost, so I could hit a boost and play a solo. So I wound up doing the gig with the Strat mm-hmm. and the Les Paul, okay. Which looks in this lighting, it looks like I got P90s, but those are the regular yeah, those are the regular old silvers. They're the chrome chrome looking um, looking like they're white in this uh, reflection, but." Um, the uh, which which now that I'm looking at it, I'm like wow that would, maybe I should put some P90s in that uh, but anyway <laughs> I I, <No>. um, <laughs> I um, uh, the, if I put a 90s in anything I'd probably put P90s in the double cut but anyway so <clears throat> um, uh, I did the the gig with my um, my electrics and my twin which the that's the uh, double cut in the case because there's not enough yeah. hangers right now to. Put the double cut out but i got a hanger we're, we're working on and i might go like in between these two or something i don't know yeah. it's it's hard because the wall is only 11 feet out wide and yes i'm running out of space you can't I, and that means store everything goes on in the wall <laughs> anything goes in goes out so so before i i finished my little segment i was thinking about selling the double cut and getting listen to this the most useless guitar on the market a an, an e a, phone double neck, twelve string, six string. But I decided against it.
1: Yeah, you don't <clears throat>
0: want one of those, the ES 175s or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah, they're called G 1275s or something. But yeah, I, I believe me. Part of me wants one just to have one. But that's like saying I want, um, you know, a, a statue of something. I mean, it's not. It wouldn't get used as a guitar often enough to make a difference. So I can get a Funko pop. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 So we're on to the next segment. I want to, um, I want to start off. I want to tell our listeners that there's going to be a lot of jokes here. Things are going to fly fast and furious. Um, we do understand that people were obviously affected by this and it sucks because some of these people, you know, their livelihood depends on, on this particular thing. But, um, it's still funny, like it's still funny. Um, it is funny
0: because because people will not lose anything in the end. Everybody's yeah. going to be made whole. No one got hurt, right? And and I I will suggest
1: a few things that I've seen online that that kind of make me laugh um, about it. But so basically, um, if you haven't heard this, this was the big story this week. Boutique amp distribution's LA facility burned to the ground. I know. It didn't just catch fire. It disappeared. Yeah, it, <laughs> okay, <laughs> It became an ash. <laughs> it's a pile of r- ruin at this point. Um,
0: Class alpha fire. <laughs> that yeah. It
1: was gone. I mean, the the image from the L.A. County Fire Department basically has some steel girders up, but basically everything else is either on fire or on the, you know, like gone. You can yep. see the racks where all the freedmen were, you know. And yep. there's no Freedman's. <laughs> I did they're, not they're know. Here's,
0: here's an interesting uh, here's this interesting tidbit. I did not know that Wampler built their pedals there. Yes. Some of them. Wambler, so I guess it's okay. more than just a West Coast distribution facility. It's not, it, their,
1: it, pet, actually, not their pedals. Their amp.
0: all their, oh, the Bravada.
1: Yes, that's oh, made there.
0: Oh, okay. Um, okay. That so, makes sense. Brian Wampler, has a sense.
1: he he's got a friendship with with um well pr- pretty much all these guys uh, Joe yeah. Morgan and and Dave Friedman and,
0: and Friedman, so yeah.
1: they I don't know which one of them helped him design the uh, but I a know Barbada. he's got, like he's got a on Barbada. loan from Dave Friedman some famous JCM eight hundred that Zach Wild used that was modified by Dave um and so like you know it's it, they they all know each other real well anyway. So here's the, here's a funny part, right? So like this place burns down and my immediate reaction was like, Oh, I I, I honestly, I have no, like, listen, I, you know, I, I buy Mesa boogie amps. I mean, I've got two of them. Um, If their place burned down, I would be like, that sucks. I mean, it means that there's going to be setbacks in production, but they're going to get everything taken care of. Even their business exactly. costs, the cost of the loss of business, as in like them not being able to do business for six months, will be covered by their insurance if they have it. Uh, I would I would operate under the assumption that if they were able to rent a facility in the state of California, they probably have to cover have a certain amount of yeah. business insurance as part of their license. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and there would have
0: to be some kind of catastrophic cap to it, but still... Yeah, you
1: know? and, and, and this is not act of God. You know what this pro this is the stuff that I've been I've been laughing about all week. Oh is people making okay, so jokes about how the
0: fire happened, right? Apparently the fire happened next door. Did it really? Yeah, that's what that's what I are, heard. Are we sure that a nobody left a soldering ago. iron on? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Well, you don't know what's next door. I don't know what's next. What do they do next door? They they bake cookies or something? I don't know. I, all I'm saying is, <clears throat> the fire allegedly the fire happened started next door, the building next to it. I'm not sure how close the buildings are. I didn't do that much research. I don't. And the truth is, I don't care. I, I mean, buildings burn down every day. We had a building burn down down the street, and I was like, wow, that place burned down. Um, so, <clears throat> um, and I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> that's how. That's so, terrible, but. Um, So there were more brands uh, that I didn't realize. Yeah, there was Friedman, Wampler,
1: Soldano, Agnator, Diesel, Matthews Effects, Tone King, Bogner, and Morgan. Now, Bogner is not going to be affected much by this because Bogner has stuff overseas, too. (coughs) They have a really big overseas manufacturing plant. Um, Yeah. We we, we joke about it and call it the sweatshop. It's somewhere (laughs) in Eastern Europe. You know, it's it's that kind (laughs) of thing. Um, Austria?
0: Um, but, where
1: the, find the cheap but, labor, and then you'll
0: find it. Um, but uh, you know, it sucks. Like, so it's in what is it? Not Belize. Uh, what's the other one? Um,
1: uh, somebody, cr- yeah. Th- who knows?
0: Somebody <laughs> here
1: is going to is not going to reopen their business. Somebody in this group is going to say, you know what? Somebody's going to cut cut their losses and say, I would goodbye. rather go work. You know, consulting for another company, um, or get a position Maybe with somebody owner. else, than to try and rebuild
0: my business from scratch. Yep. Um, well, here's the here's the thing that 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 lifts. So for me uh, personally, I'm not I'm not a huge amp guy, guys. So if you guys were were um, going to say, Jim, you should have known that I, I'm not big en- I'm not big enough into the the production f- part of it to know but I'll say this cuz this is going we're going to lead into our next part here shortly but uh, about wood but um I personally okay I didn't know all these amps were made in the same place and it's hard for me to believe now it is possible cuz it it was a large structure but it's hard for me not to believe that a lot of these Parts probably came off the exact same – that tells me Morgan and Diesel and Soltano and uh, Friedman and all the others using the same people, doing the same things, the same stuff. They're probably pulling parts out of different bins. OK. All
1: right. So that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. Um, they pulled their resources to share the building and to share to share employees. To build things, but they're still specking their own gear, and they're still buying their well, own uh, parts, and yeah, they're still
0: pulling them out of their different. Oh, we're building a Morgan right now. We'll pull these,
1: yeah, these but, are the parts. But it's not yeah. as though they. It's like a collective. It's not as though they're right. actually building. You
0: know what I mean? Like they're not <laughs> build
1: I mean. Like they're not building them out of the same parts, and I think that was the distinction right. I wanted to make. Right,
0: you might come in and work uh, seventy hours for. This month, I did 80 hours for Friedman. I did 90 hours for, you know, or 12. And it makes sense for somebody like Wampler, who only puts out, I don't know, how many bravados a year. I mean, you know, maybe he's, maybe he'll use that as an excuse to get out of it. I don't know. Um, I I don't know a single person that owns a bravado. I'm not saying they're good, bad amps. I'm just Yeah, I I
1: want to see Morgan is actually making that for him, by the way. I don't, I don't know. So, like, they can say that's a home of their operation or whatever. It's not. They, and, and, and Jim, this is not, so like this one burnt down, right? And everybody's like, Oh my gosh, we're going to lose all these brands. That's not going to be that, 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 number one, that's not going to happen. But number two right. is, um, there, yeah, there was this other collective up in, uh, Oregon or okay. Washington state, um, where they were, they were building like two rock and all that stuff about 10, 15 years ago called premier, premier builders guild. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, so this is this is kind of pulling back the curtain for a lot of people because I think they're starting to realize like that's not as boutique as I thought it was. Yeah, see that's
0: my point. That's I've been trying I to tell everybody,
1: thinking. nobody listens I to me. I was
0: picturing, look, I was picturing four people that <sighs> work for Wampler who sit, you know, with with those big glass no, things and they're, nope. they're soldering little points to and he's got like a little woodshed over here with air conditioning nope, not and that's, a single and heat and that's employee involved. <clears throat> yeah. So that kind of, that, that's what that pulls the curtain back for me. It's not, you know, um, and I never assumed for a minute that Friedman didn't have a bunch of people, but now it's like, you know, it's like me. I, I I'm a, so I do software, right? I do software stuff for, for several different, Um, types of software so I have several silos and I'm the person at the top of the silo that sucks up all the gas (laughs) and come on in and um, so I'm the one who gets um, I'm the one who gets uh, to do this so I'm not not, it's not that I'm not good at my job doing these different software distribution um, and and, uh, deployments but I don't know that one software as well as someone who did that one software all the time. Right, right, at. right. And, and I just don't know. And again, I don't know amps well enough. Someone who builds amps might tell me, Jim, it doesn't matter. You're soldering components to a board. You have a, you have a schematic. You put uh, capacitor 6 into slots, you know, whatever, which I've done before. So you're, you're not telling me anything new. I just – I don't know. It, it tells me that it's not as boutique as it was. Maybe the money that, that people – because when I was picturing that thing with, with um, uh, Wampler, I'm going, wow, that's, that's why the damn amp is so expensive. Is because they're paying this person a lot of money. And they're doing a lot of sitting around. Now you're and, getting it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Now, 35
1: 30, no. – 30, 30, what is a – um...
0: Yeah, Bravado?
1: No. What is a Friedman oh, –
0: dirty shirt
1: not that what's the big one the be the be the brown okay yep so the be 100 is a four thousand dollar amplifier yeah and a four thousand dollar amplifier normally in your head you get something in your mind like a train wreck yeah but yeah no you've got a circuit boarded amp built in a warehouse by people yep. that build Morgan and Tone King and Bogner, and you've yep. got to kind of scratch your Diesel. head at that point and Go, what the fuck am I paying for? Right. That's what I'm saying. I, that, that. What that, are we? That. That's why I was pissed off, and I wouldn't buy any of those amps without like being real sharp about what I'm doing. Because like Morgan has got reasonable prices. I know people say yeah. you're crazy at two thousand dollar Princeton. That's what a hand-wired no, piston costs. No, that's not. Right. But a $4,000 JCM-800 with mods? Yeah, that's where... E- 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 now you're pushing it, guys. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm like, I, I, wa- I watched this thing go down and I'm like, this is going to p- pull back the curtain for a lot of people, and it did. And But the funny thing is, like, it didn't do it in the way that I thought. It was like, oh, Friedman's going to be out. I can't buy a Friedman now. And the prices of Friedman's nah. are going up on Reverb already. Like, of course they are, um, which is because, hilarious.
0: Because, because we're we're Americans, and we can't wait five freaking minutes to get a freaking new amp. We can't wait it. a little while for them to go into an office. Now, admittedly, they've got to wait because now supply lines that aren't doing that great. We're, that's what we we're we're we should be moving into next because that's our next thing. <clears throat> yeah, they got to buy a bunch of capacitors and a bunch of of transistors and think about all the tubes that got destroyed. Those aren't as easy to replace as they used to be. We've got, you know, a lot of things I, got
1: I want to pick on destroyed.
0: one thing. I want to pick on one thing out of
1: this. Sure. Uh, Dave Friedman specifically Friedman amps. Yeah. Um, they released their mini amp and I have seen so many people like this thing is wonderful. It's amazing. It is a piece of shit. And I'm I I I can <laughs> say that. I I don't even want to hear it in person. I can hear it in clips, and I know exactly what it is. It is the distortion pedal running into a yeah. Class D amplifier that they purchased right. from the company that makes all of the Class D amplifiers that the audio industry is using right now. There is yeah. nothing special about this thing. It is no different than a Marshall D12. 12. It is no different than an MG. Yep. And people are what? freaking out over this thing. And of it'll course still be they around. are. If you want one, you can still get one because that didn't burn down here. That was made in China, okay? And the Runt will still be available because that didn't burn down here. That's made in China. And I think the two mini amps are also made in China. So who cares? You know, it's it, this stuff's not drying up. There's enough of these amps on the market already. Don't run out and buy one if the place burns down. If you're looking at buying a Friedman right now, like just, just stop. This is not the time to do it. No, this is an it. awful time got, to do unless it. Unless you
0: get one that's new in stock from Sweetwater. De- dealers center, are not going to make whatever.
1: deals on them. You—they right. don't need to. Used people are not going to want to sell them for cheap because so, they—they can make bank on them. So just forget it.
0: Let's move all right. on. All right. That's, right, that's like that's like buying Bitcoin at sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, or sixty thousand dollars. Um, all right. So, so that's let's the, boutique move it burn the down. <laughs> That's right, brute burn down.
1: Next thing we got up is the uh, the wood crisis. This is our final segment. This should be interesting. Uh, we got we got two segments. I got one more at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we're only we're only twenty three minutes in. So if you got other oh, stuff you want to pe- talk about,
0: I, I'm wearing my pedals. The musical. Oh, shirt,
1: you right? got a pedals and musical shirt. Oh, nice. So well, they sent it to me for free. I I want it. <clears throat> so the wood crisis. Um, now I'm going to take all politics out of this. Because uh, I think I think people, when they start to hear a conversation about tariffs and stuff, they start wanting to defend their political candidate. So,
0: yeah, let's not um, do that. We're there, not doing
1: there, that. I, I am actually going to mention names, but I'm going to do it because I want to point out to everybody. Nobody's nobody is is got their hands uh, not dirty in this one. Everyone's dirty on this one. So yeah, yeah. President <laughs> Trump raised tariffs in twenty eighteen and it caused the wood prices to spike. And then kind of relax those in twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen. And then now we've got Biden proposing an eighteen percent hike. Okay? Yep. Um, I saw a meme. I don't know if this meme is true or not, but basically they showed a big pile of wood that was like this, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was hundred dollars worth of wood in twenty, you know, twenty twenty, and then hundred dollars yep. worth of wood in twenty twenty one, and it was like a little stack of wood, right? Um That's right. That's right. And uh, I use my hands to to show you know this is kind of what it looked like versus what it looked like last year. Um, and that was no exaggeration. that's what the meme looked like and i and I sort of suspect yeah. that that's it's not an eighteen percent difference that's Well, it goes a lot more than that. It goes
0: into the yeah. Well, well, there it goes into more than that. But um, yeah, certainly things might not trickle. You get the old trickle down economics. Things that are good may not trickle down so good. But let's say things that are bad trickle down real fast. Yeah. But um, it's like shit rolling downhill, right? But but the but the point that I was going to make here is I love the memes where the person goes, "I've got four toothpicks and I know what they're worth. so Don't try to love me (laughs) on." But yeah. Yeah. Um, but, All right. you know, yeah, let's talk about them in in relation to the guitar industry. Yeah. For, and first, there before, are things first and foremost,
1: let's get this out of the way. We don't use wood from Home Depot. OK, right. The, uh, people on this show That's right. don't write us. You know, if you're watching <laughs> right. on YouTube or you're or you're find us on podcast, please do not write us and tell us I can go down to Home Depot right now and I can buy wood at X price and build you yeah. a guitar. No, you can't, okay, <laughs> because that is not the wood that our industry uses. We we use high-grade, furniture-grade, like, wood, all right, Be, beyond <laughs> the scope of what you're going to buy at anything other than a wood supply place.
0: <clears throat> well, if you're making those guitars they used for We Are Not Men, We Are Devo, yeah. You're
1: getting... <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, it's like, what the hell? Here, let me make you or,
0: one of a frying a pan. Squ- bu- uh, but, yeah, we're – we're, we're uh, yeah, the guitars that are hanging on this wall, and and some of them are not super high grade. Um, we're still buying furniture, as, as uh, David pointed out. We're still buying furniture grade. Or better. Higher quality or better. That's right. Or better. And depending on the furniture, some of the furniture is better. Um, uh, you know, boutique, relatively boutique wood. Okay. And the other, um, there's there's a couple sides to this whole wood thing. There's also amplifiers, which I think we talked to before.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, we may that, have, we may have actually not gotten to that topic, so we might want to cover a little bit here.
0: But go ahead. Yeah. Um, and, and in amplifiers, of course, we just lost a bunch of them, and, and wood was one of the things that got burned up. Yeah. Okay, because when you're building amplifiers, what are you building? You're building cabinets. When do you what do you use for cabinets? Wood, and it's easy to stack a lot of cabinet wood. I could put a lot of cabinets in this little eleven by eleven by eleven place. Okay, so <clears throat> this room could probably hold you know hundreds of amplifiers worth of stuff in this in this amount of space. Yeah. So, um, because it's relatively thin, in its in its. Uh, but but that's sad. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a shitload that got burned up. Yeah. Of really high quality wood. These yeah. weren't cheap amps. They're not made from your again your local yeah um, Home Depot wood was not what was in these. Things. You know three
1: quarter so, yeah, three quarter ahead. or one inch ply. You know uh, Baltic birch. You know marine right. grade plywood, uh, voidless, is not something you're gonna pick up at Home Depot. Um, (laughs) not, not the kind of stuff they use. Okay. Um, and that's why people go to cabinet makers are actually, there are, so I'm not even sure they're all making their own cabinets. They may actually be outsourcing their cabinets. Um, and they may just be doing the, the electronics production there. And that's usually the case. Like I know Tone King doesn't do their own cabinets. They, they pay someone else to do their cabinets because, because their cabinets are pretty wild looking. If you've ever seen it, they're going to have
0: cabinets there when they're, right right so whatever yeah.
1: stored there might be for what's in production and that you know that might yeah. it may not be like they're warehousing it and by the way that that facility is like really really small people seem to think that it's yeah. like huge it's only 200 by 200 feet like it's yeah, that's in your house. small
0: yeah. yeah i mean that's, it's it's small real small like the yeah. parking lot's bigger <laughs> okay 200 um, by 200 geez my my office is at uh where i work is, is yeah it's like that. a shack but man yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's literally like you, I'm sure you've heard of this, the, the pole barn, but like the, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's what it is. So, um, the wood thing. All right. So how does this vector industry, obviously prices are going to go up. If there's more tariffs, it's harder to get wood. Here's why tariffs matter. We don't get our wood from the United States. People seem to think that we're cutting down mahogany and alder here And making all of our guitars out of locally sourced woods. And the reality is we have plundered most of our good wood here in the United States. So the kind of woods that we use that are like furniture grade and better, they're getting them from Canada. So when they say we're going to raise tariffs, that means your like furniture, your your boutique furniture and your... Which by the way, they use like 80% of the wood that comes out of Canada, like the really good stuff it goes directly to the furniture industry. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of play second fiddle. Uh, yeah. So we're using the other, you know, 3% that isn't bought up by other industries like the auto industry. Right. So yeah, that's right. Wood paneling in cars. Mm-hmm. We share. Um, so that's why, yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I'm like looking at this. I'm going, it does it really matter to our industry. Yes, because they're going to use this us as an excuse like the oil industry does. Anytime something right. happens, the prices are going to go up, regardless of whether it actually impacts you and it impacts right. the, the company itself, because uh, they take an opportunity to say, oh, well, the expectation is it's going to be more expensive. So let's make it more expensive. Um, they don't <clears throat> well, want to. Yeah. they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to not meet
0: expectations. Um, yeah. Well, if you're a pricing person, if you're in pricing. So those people that that um, are on the back end of this stuff know that pricing is important. Right. And. What happens is anything – when you do pricing, it's a weird numbering system. It's the strangest numbering system that doesn't make any sense, but it makes sense to the mind and the way people perceive um, value of an item that they pay for. So let's let's talk about – I've many times said that that fenders are overpriced because it's just slab of wood with another slab of wood that are bolted together, and, and they turn into a guitar. I, I – I joke. But, well, I mean, but yeah, the,
1: we we've all joked about yeah, it, but let, you right. know, there's labor but, cost there too, and obviously that's a big yeah, problem, yeah,
0: so. I, I, yeah. And I I joke about it, but the thing that that I'm not joking about is okay. So you take um, uh, it might not take, but maybe ten more dollars to make an ultra than a pro, right? Correct. And so, and in the middle there, there are the pro two. There's the what's the one below the pro? The 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 I'll gigging one, the performer, yeah. performer. Oh, let's the performer. Let's say there's right. really yeah, let's say there's really less than $100 worth of stuff and and certainly barely more than 20 minutes worth of work, right, between a performer and, a, and an ultra. Oh, look, you've got this neck heel carve. Oh, my God, that's a of <laughs> work. Okay, a CNC machine took an extra four seconds to cut that out. Um, and so we, <laughs> we move this thing along, along, right? But to make that ultra, ultra, You've got to make it like, oh, but it cost me a lot to make that. So we're going to make that a lot more money. And so we're going to charge a lot more money for it. And so they have these price schemes. And so those prices, they when they make those hikes, they make them not for now, but for the future. So when you see those price hikes, if you see a, um, let's say, and I'm not saying this will happen, but let's say that these, these wood prices drive the ultras up to $2,200, let's say. Because if you think about it, they could probably go upwards of 21 22 with those because you're looking at the John Mayers and right. things like that. That's in that category. So if they, if they went to, say, $2,200 with those and then brought up the other ones in line with that, now, now the perceived value has gone up is all I'm saying. So um, I guess the reason I'm saying that is because it's not necessarily that the guitar itself costs $300 more to make or to sell or to distribute. It's that there's a whole lot of little things in there to get added up. And we, as per- consumers, for some reason, we love that. You ever wondered why .99, ninety nine ninety nine cents There's always something. It's like, well, it's under $5,000 because it's forty nine nine dollars $4,999. 99 cents, so it's under $5,000. And it doesn't
1: work either. That, that's a whole myth thing that's been done to death by They're the marketing industry. Talk to some people in marketing, they'll tell you it's bullshit. They still do it though. They still do it. That's right. It's tradition at this point. It's tradition at this point.
0: (laughs) It was so I think it it lands in. uh, I remember when they had to bring the price of gas up over a dollar. Okay. I don't know if you guys, if anybody's here old enough to remember that. The machines that they used to pump gas at the time were. Not digital; they were analog, and the little thing would roll. Okay, <clears throat> so this was the mid '70s. So when they decided to go and add that ninety-nine cents, it was something, and I don't remember. I was, I was a little young to honestly give a shit what it was that caused this. But for some reason, instead of being able to get that one extra penny, they had to go to ninety-nine or ninety-nine tenths of a cent. That's why your your prices are at 99. 10, it has to do with it, it
1: weights and measures and state, yeah. gui- state guidelines that – yeah. And then like they, they had to decide whether they're rounding up or down. It was like – it that, that was all yeah, a whole debate. Like, rounded, you can actually read up rounded, about it.
0: They rounded down to one, one hundredth of a penny. I mean you'd think that doesn't add up. But that's huge numbers in the bulk of, of the amount Yeah, of at the, the end of the year,
1: it's it. like probably a yeah. billion dollars or something.
0: Yeah. But it's just funny to think about that. But that that perception, you know, when you when you go to buy gas, do you say I pay here's the funny thing. Do you say I pay two eighty nine or do I pay two ninety? Most people will say I pay two eighty nine for gas, even though they actually paid two eighty nine, not .99, which is effectively two ninety. Correction. They paid two ninety one thirty
1: because <laughs> because they did a credit card transaction. And their credit card uh, gets charged more, but you wouldn't know it unless you look at the receipt, because they don't tell you that. And then, and then on top of that, you got the you got the you know, point three percent interest you're going to get charged on your purchase taxes
0: and everything. Yeah. And so if you if you use the credit card, yeah, that's why a lot of people Mm -hmm. still use cash. I will not stand in that line. It is not worth my four or five cents. I am not standing in that line to do to do that. I will I will suck it up. it's just funny. It's funny to see the perception that we have. If somebody said to me, but you know what's funny, it's funnier, is when you buy the guitar, you go, yeah, I got it under $2,500. But when somebody says, how much did you spend on it? You like to, you like to puff up the old chest and go, I spent $2,500 to get that guitar. Because even if you got a great deal on it, and uh, you only spent 2250 I don't know. There, $2, I, I, I would much
1: rather lie to people and tell them I paid less. Because then i feel like an idiot if I paid sticker.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, t- I'm saying that look at look at some of the people that, that, that do that stuff online. Come on. You don't see it in oh, groups no. everywhere? I oh, do. I, I do. 000. And I, I think that's, that's kind of a screwed up thing
1: is that people yeah. attach value to it like that's a big deal. I, I, yeah. I'm I not going to
0: promote that and support that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you want to spend
1: your money? Go right ahead. This is the practical guitarist here. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it speaks to the the thing I said o- just over a year ago, um, and I've said this many times: the price of used gear is coming down. And I said that once these, uh, um, once the whole COVID thing was releasing and people started going back to work. and th-
1: yeah, I haven't seen see I haven't seen is- that shift down yet, but I'm I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. It's it's I got, coming. I got to sit here. <laughs> it's right. <It's waiting>. <laughs> yeah, I got
0: some cash set aside that I've been putting aside for just that day. Um and uh but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see a, a movement. But you know, the price of wood, like I, like you said, they will they love to pass the extra cost on to you, whether it's a lot or a little. I I am sure we're about to see price hikes in guitars. We are oh, yeah. about to see price hikes in guitars.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, so like, the brands that are spending probably the most money on woods, and you can get pissy if me with me if you want to, are probably like PRS. And if you look at PRS prices, they've gone up significantly in the last five years. A core model is oh, now man. what thirty six hundred or thirty seven hundred dollars. Um so if we see a 10% increase in the price of wood over the next 3 years you're going to be looking at $4000 core models i mean that's and 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 it could happen the really only, fast
0: the only core model i'm interested in is up over 4 grand already yeah so it's just ridiculous the studio
1: yeah it'll be it'll be a 4400
0: for you when you go to get one I Yeah, I'm just – I'm priced out. I yeah. would be I'm, – I'm that guy who's going to sit with 30-something hundred bucks in his pocket and wait for that guitar to show up used. Somebody's going to need money to pay their bills or something, and I'm going to be that one that snatches it up.
1: You know, and, no, that, I, and that's really ultimately the thing here is like people need to realize I – mean, as a consumer, it's probably in your best interest to realize that there's a surplus of guitars laying around on the used market. Like there are people that have like 30, 40 guitars and play one a year and they might play one gig a year. And as soon as they realize that they have something attractive that is worth money because there's a wood crisis, you're going to see that stuff start showing up on reverb. Now the prices are going to go up slightly, but you'll have your pick of the litter, um, which is, which I think is going to be really interesting to see how that actually plays out. Um, It'd be interesting to see how much the prices go up as a result of like the used prices go up as a result of new values which is a huge deal like if you've ever bought a fender strat and then waited for a price hike and then sold it you know that you get an extra hundred bucks or 200 bucks depending on how much the price hike is yeah um and and, it, and the condition of the, the guitar doesn't change
0: yeah it's a yeah. hedge against the yeah, inflation. the guitar way. does not change it's interesting to see those numbers
1: yeah, um, cuz I I know somebody who bought um they bought a Mexican strat a while back and they paid like 550 for it and I was like those are 350 new. You know like I I, I was just like they that was 350 new and you just paid yeah. 500 for it like because the new one the current one
0: is like 700. You know it's like Yeah. Wow. I <laughs> I saw the player <laughs> like, series prices. This is what's funny. So the exact – when I started working at Guitar Center, you guys can remember because I was on the channel, right? I started working at Guitar Center. I started working at this in the winter of 2019. Really, really Black Friday of 2019 yeah. was my kind of initial thing, right? As your baptism by fire. <laughs> okay. That's right. We had just gotten the – That that's because that's where this guitar came from. That was the, the – that's a uh, late 2019, early 2020 – Les Paul. Did, all these things that I got for the discount were, were um, there. Anyway, and they did, um, Gibson did the whole, you know, we're not going to um, put a year on our models anymore, which is still kind of difficult for some people to grasp, but anyway, that's a different thing. Point is, Fender Player Strat, we had them on sale under $500 Black Friday. Yeah. This year, okay, they just went on sale for six hundred and something dollars. Yep, and people were snatching them up like it was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it it was just under seven hundred bucks. It was like six eighty five. Because $600. they know
1: a price hike's coming. That's part of it. Like if you're guys like us and you're sitting here looking at this stuff, and you're going, "Hey, my buddy just bought," you know. And and you, and they're they discounted for five hundred or six hundred bucks, and you know that the price of wood's about to go up, like. Yep.
0: It's no brainer. Yeah, it's funny because, like I said, there was already a price hike. Twenty nineteen, guys. That's only a year and a half ago when I started at the guitar center. <laughs> I only worked there for a year. It was it, it was amazing for me to watch prices. And what's funny, it was it was Fender at that time. I'm not saying Gibson doesn't do price hikes. They certainly do. Fender at that time was the one doing the huge fr- um, price hikes. And right on the was um PRS. Now we could say that it's it's perceived or, or not um value and it's good or bad. It doesn't matter. But the point is the the John Mayors, remember when the John Mayors came out? They were just at what, twenty 2099,
1: yeah, they were over that. They, I don't think they've had a price hike on the John Mayer, maybe 100 bucks.
0: They're, no, they're, they're at 2300 now, they're, they're at least 100 or so. They two, were always
1: around that because they were actually oh, like a hundred dollars more than the CE, and the CE's only gone up 100 bucks. So, I, I've been watching that closely.
0: Um, no, I, I watched them, I know they went up at least 100, if not 150. We can Google it. Um, but uh. My point is that that um, yeah, because I think I know I was just in there and I said, "Really, the John Mares are that much now?" And apparently, they're going to come up with a pink one. That's one way to do it. Let's let's uh, yeah, look, um. increase prices by painting yep twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, and so they're at twenty four now, and I want to say they were at they were at twenty ninety nine or twenty one ninety nine when they first came out, because they weren't really that much more. Or maybe it might have been twenty one fifty when they first came out because they were a little more than the than the CES. The CES at that time were under two grand.
1: Yeah, they no, they had a oh. hundred dollar price hike, but they weren't. Yeah. They were always over two grand. Both of them, both guitars. Ce the Ce the has never been below two grand. That's where they. I, don't s- know, I
0: bought. I bought mine, but I remember I always get a little bit of a discount. But I, I didn't think it was that much.
1: No, that's it's, it's a right around two grand. I mean that that's, in fact, um, I think they were two two thousand even like nine no, nineteen ninety nine nine or whatever. But that's that's two grand, okay, um, with tax. And they've gone up too. They've gone up about about uh two hundred and fifty bucks, three hundred bucks now. Because I think they're tw- I think they're twenty three
0: hundred now, um. Yeah, all day long, they're 1999, the CE, um, ZZ Zounds, uh, Musician's Friend. Yeah, they're just under 2,000.
1: Yeah, but that was yeah, like, so um, that, the CE is, is only 2,000 right now?
0: Yeah, so it's 1999. I'm looking at ZZ Zounds right now, brand new, shop new. Wonder, uh,
1: 1999, nice
0: dark Cherry. I'm looking. I'm looking oh, at yeah. their, no, their website. They're
1: 1999 right now. I'm thinking. No, I'm, yeah. oh, I'm thinking of the, the uh, semi hollow.
0: Yes, the semi hollow was. You're absolutely right. That one has been always just yeah. over two grand. But actually, that's interesting um,
1: because the CE. No, I remember when the CE was 1700. The yeah. just the straight old CE. Yeah. The yeah. CE. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and then the service guy so, came out and it was like 2100, 2150. It was like right in yeah. that. Because I was like, yeah. "Wow, that's over
0: 2000 bucks!" Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And now, this, now the now the CE base model is at two grand, and the um, the uh, Silver Sky is up twenty four. My point is, they they painted it a new color, and oh my god, everybody's got to go crazy about it. And it's like, okay, well, it's a limited
1: edition finish, and everybody thinks that limited edition means that it's worth more money, and it's just not. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a
0: perception. That's exactly right. We go into that perception of. A visit it really that value? And and Guitar Center has honestly. I got to be honest with you. I saw it in person, and that's color wise. I thought it was cool, but this is a personal issue, not or a personal um, uh, preference. Not a not a as far as if I was going to pick a color. I'm not. I can't bond with the with the neck on a John Mayer. I can't stand the neck. But um, uh, if I was going to pick a color, Guitar Center's tungsten which is only guitar center, is actually a pretty cool color. The color. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything better about that guitar. Absolutely nothing about that guitar. A blue one, an orange one, a yellow one.
1: (laughs) Even if we got the pricing wrong here, let's just be real for a minute. Like, we're talking about guitars that don't have, they're not translucent guitars. Right? So like for wood, this is just straight old alder or whatever they're making those out of. Um, yep. which I assume it's Alder because they're Silver Skies. But um, You know, I stood in the store today and I looked at a bunch of PRS's and I looked at some tops and they have a beautiful Zach Myers, um Essie in blue over at um, Good Time Music because they changed the color. It used to be Trampus Green and now it's the, the Cerulean blue. Yeah, I whatever. can't
0: stand that color. I like the blue. Yeah. the blue. The blue is
1: gorgeous. I actually love the Trampus Green as well, but um, we, we, I was looking at it and I was like, man, that's gotta be an expensive ass veneer. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like, what's gonna happen when all this stuff changes? Because you're not gonna like, okay, having the flame guitar is gonna be like really insane. But I could see Gibson going back and making like non-flame Les Paul standards and stuff. Um because
0: yeah. that's the only way they're gonna be able to do it keep the price down. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more gold top. I mean that was the the beginning of the whole thing. What a lot of people, you know, they they look at these, um, they'll say, "Oh, look, I got a '50s and it's a and it's a sunburst." But how come the 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 seam? Is yeah, there's no burr. The like there's, there's sh- no book it's, match, and like it doesn't even care. look good. It started life as a black or a gold top, and, yeah. and somebody stripped the finish off and put a sunburst color on there, which is fine. It's gorgeous, but they didn't care what's underneath that gold top. I got no idea. If I take, if unless I can take a sander to it. Ain't no flame under there. I can tell you that much. It's gold. It's gold. That's what's that's what's under there. I mean, at least I know what that looks like. And a friend of mine, right, way back when I bought my first Strat. So, guys, I, I, I've said this before. I'm a, I'm relatively new to the electric guitar community as far as like um, really having any knowledge whatsoever. I mean, any. And when I when I went to buy my Strat in 2001, um, you know, I've told the story that my friend said play every strat you can they're all going to play different which back then they did they all felt different they all played different the necks were they still still do they still do (laughs) they're all over the place yeah and i grabbed a neck a neck i knew i liked and the guitar i knew i liked and he goes oh that's cool you got a sunburst and i said yeah i got a sunburst. i go i go they're all the same and he goes no he goes the wood and a sunburst you can see he said if you get a black one or a red one they don't care (laughs) <laughs> it's, just, well, it's just wood
1: yeah I mean they do and they don't because they know that I mean, you'll I, eventually see the seam in it but
0: right, right. It's what not, I mean is they, yeah. you know what I mean it, the grains they don't care about the they don't care about the beauty of the grain not that that makes and he even said to me not that that makes a shit bit of difference to the sound right I was just, just going to say meat.
1: like grain doesn't mean shit in the way it sounds like that's you know um, and that's what he said so yeah so look for that because there's going to be price hikes in wood in 2022 or whatever. And it's going to oh, be all yeah, to the save industry. Them. So this leads right. into the final bit. I want to talk. Well, final two bits I want to talk about. So, um, I guess we'll talk about Kiesel first and then we'll talk about Mesa boogie. Um, so I'm looking at Kiesel's again and, um, it's, it's mostly because, so I did, I took my trip to Las Vegas and, um, Actually, probably worth just doing a little bit of rundown there because, like, I got to see some people playing in a bar while I was there. And uh, this was in a casino, right? And a and nice casino, very famous casino that sucks. And I won't tell you the name of it because I don't want you to stay there. Um, and I'm walking through this casino <laughs> and there's a bar and there's a dude playing, like, guitar. And he's playing electric guitar the first time I'm look in, And there's a katana. And then the next night, I see him and he's playing acoustic guitar. And I look in, and there's a katana. Yep. And then as we're walking out, there's nobody in there. So I look in to see what's on the bandstand. Drums are still there. Everything else is still there. No katana. So it's clearly the guy's katana, and he's performing with it in Vegas. Yep. Let that sink yep. in for a minute. You know they don't they don't hire slouches to play in Vegas, right. even if even if it's a lounge gig. So. Right. Uh, I thought it was rather interesting to see a Katana on a professional stage. Um, And he was using, he had the the tilt back thing going and uh, he was using every bit of that amp. Like, um, and was getting a lot of it. He had a pedal board on the floor and there was some, you know, basic stuff on there. But um, it was just interesting because I was like walking through there. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But anyway, I get back, right? I've been back. um, I I flew in yesterday. I played a little bit of guitar yesterday afternoon. And then this morning I got up and I was like, I'm going to write something today. And I started playing and I actually got a blister on my finger and I played like crap. And I realized I haven't played in five days because I've been in in Vegas, right? Like I didn't have a guitar with me. And the one thing I could have brought my Kiesel with me and I kind of like begged off um, is I didn't want to try to carry anything on the plane. Um, So it's dawning on me. I probably in traveling, which we'll be traveling more and more, um, I probably need to get something I can actually put in a carry-on that that yep. will go with me everywhere that's more like my regular old guitar, right? Like right. my my strap, basically. Um, so that said, I already have a keys. I have a seven-string, right? And I could travel everywhere with that, but that seven-string hurts my thumb. We've talked about it on the right. show. I can use it for like two or three songs in a gig where I need like low tuning or something. But when I have to yep. go and play you know, other stuff that I would really rather prefer to play a six because then my hand doesn't go numb. Um, and I can, I can do a lot more. Um, and I'm not going to sell the seven. I don't think I, I've been back and you're forth, forth on it. uncomfortably numb. Yeah. I've been back and forth on the seven, whether I'm going to keep it or not. And I think I'm going to keep it, but it's just, you know, back and forth, not really sure what I'm doing. Yep. That said, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go ahead and order a Kezel. I've been watching. I've been looking, I'm looking at a Delos, which I said, I probably would never do. You know, I think they're ugly. But it's basically a headless strat. Thing's no bigger than a tennis racket. Um, yep. So it sort of it sort of fits the bill. I got to figure out what pickups and stuff I want to get in it. I got to figure out if I even want to risk it. Um, part of the uh, part of the shenanigans involved in this is I'm watching one of Jeff Keisel's lives, and he's talking about we're hiking the prices in July. July one, there'll be price increases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But he he made the announcement early. <sighs>
1: All right, let me let me talk about why this is a douchebag move. Um, I'm going to say there are price increases coming, so that you can order now, and then there's going to be a $25 price increase or a $50 price increase, which is what he does every single time. He didn't say how much, and he won't say how much. Somebody asked him, and he said no, not going to say how much because it's a sales tactic. So I'm not as worried about. I'm not really as worried about that. I'm kind of thinking if I order by July, I'll get it in November. You know, that's kind of the way I'm, like, looking at this. Because I they keep saying 18 weeks or whatever their standard build time is, 12 to 16 weeks. There's no way in hell I'm getting a guitar in 12 to 16 weeks from them. It's just not going to happen. We're, we're post-COVID, people. Come on. Right. They still got backlog. Yeah, it's just not going to yep. happen. They can stop spewing that horse shit all day long. Yeah. Um, yep. I have. So, and I, there are other people I know that would love to order a Kiesel. But they're terrified of Jeff because of the way he runs his mouth. We talked about him on the show before. The way he runs his mouth, the behavior that goes on behind the scenes. Um, I guess there's a technician that works over there that that somebody I know doesn't like either. Um, says that they're actually they're I'm not won't say who said it, but they said they're an asshole, and and uh, they had to order parts or something from them, and it was like a nightmare. So. Um, I am entering into this under the assumption that I have a backup plan. And I think this is, this is worth uh, saying to listeners. My backup plan is that if this guitar sucks mm-hmm. and I option 20, which is, a, which is a possibility, which is like basically uh, I can't return it. If I buy a right. guitar and, it, and I get custom on it and I can't return it, I have an option and that's to take the thing out of the case snap pictures of it and put it on reverb Yep, and I'll get my money back. I'm confident right, right. in that. Um, yeah. Especially if it's a, like a, a, a desirable build. So I have to sort of like think my way through that. Um, that's right. But I don't think that's going to be that hard to be honest with you. Cause like I was looking at prices for mine and mm-hmm. I would be sitting more than pretty if I were to sell mine uh, there, it would have been, it, it would be, uh, within my best interest to consider selling my seven. Um, but that said, I'm in no rush. Uh, hopefully by the end of July, I will have made a decision. Or the beginning of July, I will have made a decision. And we'll see what happens. If not, I may actually go ahead and pull the trigger on warm-off parts. And build a car build because I know the wood that. prices are going to start going up. I think that's what Jeff Kiesel is really talking about is that they figure the wood prices are going up and that the, it's not about lay, a labor increase so much as a wood increase. Right. Um, and because they, they've been talking about like they do an annual increase every year. Every year it's like 50 bucks. Yep. But I have a strong feeling that it's going to be a little bit more than 50 bucks this year. And I also think that they probably actually hired some additional employees over 2020. Yep. To try and make up yep. for the fact that um, their situation just went all to hell. Um, yes. So, in this live stream, and this is going to be the last segment. This is the Mesa Boogie segment. Um, in this live stream, he mentioned Mesa Boogie because somebody asked him, what amp would you recommend to go with my And he said, well, we used to have eight Mesa Boogies in the store here, but now they're owned by Gibson. So he's like, he's like, I don't know what that means. And he said, he said, you know, we don't really order from them anymore or anything. And they're being sued by Gibson. So if anybody's wondering what that's about, they're being sued by Gibson. Um, But it brings up another interesting thing. There's been a lot of misinformation going around about Mesa Boogie. Um, In Mm -hmm. fact, Philip McKnight, uh, the guy that doesn't like to fact check shit, um, yep. brought up on his latest live stream that Mesa Boogie is uh, forcing dealers to take an, an extraordinarily large amount of product. To force, yeah, I
0: was going to ask you about force that, because you out. know the guys at, uh, what do you call yeah, it? That's not yeah, happening. Go ahead.
1: That's actually not what they're okay. doing. What they asked people to do was to fill out a forecast sheet for the next 12 months, and that they were going to revisit with dealers every four months for the next year, because they're having problems getting product out, and they would like to right. be able to forecast what the hell they need to build. Okay. It well, has nothing, your, to, has pack nothing to do with – they didn't say, here, fill out your forecast sheet and give us you know, a year's worth of money so that we can send you inventory. That's not what they did. Um, And so like these people that are running around saying that, I don't know where they're getting this from. Uh, maybe the dealer is an idiot and can't read the fine print or maybe wow. they just missed the bus. Um, wow. I, it, but that's not actually what's going on. And so Phil McDade okay, is I was reporting say, this. How did he know? Yeah, Who did he hear
0: from? Because they obviously were misinformed. Well, that's what I was going to say. You, you're personal friends with people. That's why I was yeah, going to ask you the question. Yeah, more than one dealer. That's what I said. You're, per, you're personal friends with dealers. So I was going to ask you, is this true? Because that because the first thing I thought was, okay, maybe um, uh, somebody's mis, misinterpreting what's being said. Second thing I thought was, Okay, I thought that, that we were told that Mesa Boogie was going to be told, you do what you do. You do Mesa Boogie. We we just, now we're the money people. You keep doing what you do because we don't want to mess with Mesa Boogie. You and so far I haven't heard anything about them messing with Mesa Boogie, and that's why I said that. Other than, the only thing I've seen that's different from before is now they've got the Gibson Garage. And guess what amps are in the Gibson Garage? It would have probably been Marshalls before. Now it's Mesa Boogies. That's the only any expected difference because they are Mesa Boogie now. So yeah, we're gonna put Mesa Boogies in there instead of Marshall's. Um it's
1: so funny. Uh, it's so funny to hear people like look for reasons to hate a company. Well, so, so so like I'm gonna back up for a second. All right, so there are two companies that are like super polarizing in this industry, and they have been for a while. One is Mesa Boogie and the other is Gibson. And then they married okay. each other. You didn't, you which, didn't mention
0: PRS.
1: So. <laughs> well no, so PRS I don't think is as polarizing because Mesa Boogie and Gibson, like, people hate them. They hate them. I have he- I have heard people say shit about Mesa Boogie that isn't true for, for almost a decade. Oh, you can't dial them in. They're they're overcomplicated. Uh play a film more. Um Play a Blue Angel. Play a Play a Mark One. I. I mean, California. yeah. Or, or, or well, I, I'm just saying, like even the older amps, like Nomads and stuff. They, they oh, were yeah, not the complicated. They were not complicated. You people are crazy if you think five knobs is too many knobs on an amp. Okay, look, I want um, two knobs. Yeah, I want a tone knob and a volume knob. Will you go find an amp with a tone knob and a volume knob and you bring it over? Since and we'll see was, who can do more with their amp. It was made since 1945. Um, oh my god! But but so that that's the thing, right? And then the Gibson people, the Gibson hate people are like, I mean, they they got a pitchfork all day long. And really, the Gibson hate is because of the prices. It is, it, it is. If Gibson's were the price offenders, nobody would be bitching. Nobody
0: would be on them. Nobody, if, 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 what's funny is these two guitars right here, the difference in price, it's, um, what do you call it? Matt pricing? Matt, Matt price, two, yeah. All right. The difference in Matt pricing on this is $600. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's a well, whole other guitar. Especially when
1: me. you consider that your Ultra isn't the equivalent of the Les Paul your professional right. american professional or whatever series they're calling it now would be the equivalent of the less ball
0: standard okay right that's so, what i'm saying the pro 2 or whatever you call it right yeah. right which so, is actually still a couple hundred bucks yeah there's a bigger you're gap there about, you're talking about an 800 hundred dollar gap let's say yeah it's like 800 so yeah i i admit that's a whole nother guitar mm-hmm. and then when people look at a strat they go well look I don't have the problems I have. About. Well, Bloods you also don't not put binding the on the same thing. They're not, yeah, you're, you're you're there's not <laughs> binding on it. You don't have a glued in neck. You don't have you don't have the same. You you have a swimming pool route. Yeah. I mean, you know the 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 thing is the the pickguard off that strat that's one ugly fugly guitar right there. I pulled the pickups off the top of that thing. I've just got a guitar with two freaking routes in it. I mean, that, and I'm not saying that that's a good or bad thing. I'm not trying to say that no, it's no, better no, it's or worse. No, no, no. It's just different. It's, it's different. different. And,
1: and can't for some compare people – Yeah, exactly. So it's like they're not – they were the same design and you were going to compare price points and yeah, it's different. But, but my point is that th- these companies are polarizing and then they got in bed with one another. So now what do you got? You got people right. like who are in the Mesa Boogie Camp who are like, oh, God, screw you. And then you got people that are in the Gibson Camp, screw you. And then there's everyone on the outside still saying, screw you both. Right. Um, And so now you have internal hatred
0: and you have external hatred.
1: Which is just like, it's mind boggling to me the amount of misinformation I've seen in the last 90 days alone. Like, remember, they only announced the buyout, like, what, January? So, like, January,
0: February, yeah.
1: Six months ago, everything was hunky dory. Nobody said a word. Now, all of a sudden, the dealers are like, oh, I got to ditch all my product and they're going to raise. And it's not happening, it hasn't happened yet. And what what makes me really laugh is that I heard somebody actually told me what the buy-in is, and I'm not going to tell you the number, but basically you're going to have to sell like between eight and fifteen amps a year. Wow, that's That's it. It's peanuts.
0: It's peanuts. You better, you better. (laughs) There are people that own that many Mason boogies. I'm sure there are dealers. Jim
1: and this is this is this is worth mentioning I'm sure there are dealers out there that sell four a year and those are probably the people that are out there bitching because they don't even realize that they have never had it enforced that they were supposed I, to be selling 12 or 15 right, right? right. and so they're sitting right. they're going what do you mean I gotta send I how are you even in business if you can't sell yeah. 12 or 15 amplifiers a year from
0: one company what the hell yep. are you even
1: doing what are you
0: exactly how many people do you have coming into your store? Put them up on much, reverb. You know, You'll sell twelve or fifteen in six months. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's, there's no excuse when you've got reverb and you've got out and and <clears throat> people use reverb as a website. I mean, yeah, companies. I do. It, I, and I'm sure. Uh, uh, what is the the um, the guitar uh, retailer you are yeah, friends with? Yeah, good time
1: uh, and and making time. music good and a couple and making, of different yeah. ones that are up yeah. here. Um, we I'm 100% sure
0: they have a reverb stuff. Yeah. 100% sure they yep. got a reverb stuff. And and the fact is that I bet you, and this is something that – here it is of, again, people. You want another freaking hack for, for pricing? Oh, I saw you had this on reverb. Ring, ring. Hey, do you guys have these? Because they don't have to take the one from reverb off of reverb because they don't care. You, you can have make, these? A sale yeah, sale and and make a sale outside of reverb
1: and tell them – can you just give me the sale or like i'll give you whatever it is minus the sell, the seller fee
0: yeah you can get a discount if you call these people even philip mcnight um cap fact checks um he'll do the same thing he'll tell you the same thing call them um you know so uh you know i honestly like you said there is absolutely no excuse for not selling a dozen, one <laughs> a, month. a month average. Come on. From a desirable you're not, brand. You're just not trying at that point. You're literally not trying. You're just sitting on your hands and going, okay, Mesa, you do all the work. I'm going to sit here. On my from hands. a desirable brand. You will have
1: right. random effing people come into your store if you advertise that you're a Mesa dealer to buy product and- from you.
0: They're gonna come in there just to look at the mesas, even if they don't buy one of those. Yeah. Then they're gonna tell their friends and that's the person that's gonna walk in and get one. right. So, so I'm just sitting here scratching my head, like
1: where did this come from and why did he make this the main topic of
0: a live stream? He did. He put it up as a main topic. I know. It was the it was the, the, the tagline for I was it. Like, wow, that's but you were often you were you were doing your thing with your with your family, so I didn't want to bother you during that time. Yeah,
1: after, I, somebody actually somebody actually reached out to me after it and was like, "Is this for real?" And I was like, "No." I, I without even without even hearing about it, I was like, "No," because I didn't hear from either of my retailers. Like they yeah. would have said something to
0: me because they would have like come something. in and buy
1: something now before we you know.
0: That, yeah, JB would have said something to you and said, "Hey, uh, this happened." You yeah, need to talk about them.
1: That's why I'm like, what the hell? And and we, yeah. we actually shot it down in the Facebook or in the Mesa Boogie owners group. Somebody brought it up in the Mesa Boogie owners group before Philip McKnight did. And I'm actually wondering if Philip McKnight is an account in that group. And he saw that post and then he ran with it as this is a reliable source. But the funny thing is, if you read the comments on the post, it's basically 50 or 60 people saying you're full of shit. Didn't happen,
0: right. including other dealers. Yeah. Okay, and that's that's <laughs> the funny part. Again, I don't know. I don't know his friend network, and I don't know who we got the information from. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge. He is too much.
1: He's but. jumped the gun a couple times in a couple of things. Sometimes he issues a retraction. Sometimes he doesn't. It's just a reminder. Hey, you know, look, your news sources, it, especially when it comes to hobby stuff like this, like YouTube, it's not just us. It's it's yeah. just your news sources may not be as reliable as you think they are, and you might you know, actually. It, Go to the horse's mouth and ask.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It speaks directly to – because he's a dealer. He could have asked people. Um, Or he was a dealer. I mean he's still got connections. It speaks directly to the the need people have that – there's this thing about social media where they sit and they wait for bad news and they go, look at this. It's bad news. We were talking about. I don't want to get into specifics of what we were talking about before this, but I'm just saying that's what people do. They love to. to it, bad news travels faster than good news. There's a there's an old saying um, uh, about the grapevine, but there's an old saying about uh, bad news and its and its ability to travel. But I'm. I'm the, the 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 Gibson I'm, thing, like all this, you're absolutely right. You're
1: right though, because it's like everybody knew the Gibson acquisition had happened, and they're all it's like sharks in the water right now.
0: Well, I mean, we go back to my my guitar right there. It is a fuck up. All right, let's let's it's call it let's call it a mistake. It, it is what it is. It was a mistake. It's like a it's like getting a penny with with um, uh, Abraham Lincoln's head backwards or whatever. You know the the one that's weird. And and it either has a value, or if it doesn't have a value, it doesn't matter. Um, it's intrinsic to whether somebody wants to own the mistake. And the fact is that when you look at when you look at these things, sometimes mistakes are happy. You get the you get the story about uh, what was this what was the Gibson um, uh, by the guy that was in Fleetwood Mac Peter um, Green with the Peter Green the Peter G- Greenie. Or um, uh, the number one uh, Strat that uh, David Gilmore owned—that actually wasn't the number one; that would, they just stamped it that way because it was a. Yeah, because they didn't serialize the it. Hype or something? Yeah, for somebody. And and if you look back at all this stuff, all these things, all this churn, all this stuff, um, and we can talk more about it next time because we're—I'm co- sure we're at our hour over. Yeah, we're at an hour and, and ten. Yeah, I. I want to say this before we go, and this is this is my my final tagline. Is this? Buy what you like. Get the one. Get the guitar, the amp, the speakers, the pedals, the cords, the Don't whatever. Don't worry you about love. the
1: dealer bullshit on the back
0: end. All that stuff. <laughs> All these people. These are not these are not collectors' items for you to show off. And I'm, look at how many I have. Twenty five Fireflies. Oh, goody. I mean, good for you. Really good for you. If that's what you like, good for you. But. They're not trophies, man. They're not trophies. Unless you get to They're stack just, them up
1: in a nice tower and send them to your buddies nobody, and be like, look at this nobody
0: buys <laughs> nobody, nobody buys hammers and saws and, and uh, 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 drills and puts them up on the wall and goes, look at my beautiful drills. I mean, it's like oh, they put them up on the wall so they make them fast to are grab. Are you telling me to go That's to Google, Google image
1: search and look for somebody's like tool porn? Because I guarantee it exists. Oh, I am
0: sure of it. I am sure. Look, I'm I'm sure it exists. But, yeah, not to the extent we take it. All right. So you're
1: talking about, um, and you're you're absolutely right. You were talking about uh, amplifiers and buying what you like and everything. And it's like people are worried about the dealers. And, like, yeah, "Yeah, it sucks if you're a dealer. How many of you listening to our show are actual dealers that would care where you're buying your Mesa boogie from? I mean, are you really like that, like neurotic that you're like, I can only buy from my buddy Joe, who's got the corner store a mile down the road. Like, what the hell? I mean,
0: Sweetwater still sells Mesa and that's not going anywhere. (laughs) I returned to to make matters worse. I returned my um, my Fishman in a box that came from Guitar Center. Oh, that's even better. I'm sure they'll get a crack out of that one. <laughs> well max I had later I was like oh, I need a box to put to send this but, oh I got a guitar center box because I just i I had to order another thing so I'd have one more hanger um but the but the point <laughs> that I'm trying to make and I know you're making too is this is that buy the guitar you like everybody says to me they're like oh you should have bought a three five five because it's got the it's got the better parallelograms and the and this and then and the other thing or you should have bought a you should have bought the, f- the I bought what I wanted shut up it's simple the guitar why i got that gold top because i loved it i went back and bought it because damn it i love that guitar i didn't care i paid and you know we'll, we'll not share how much extra i paid for we know we, i paid a premium to get that back
1: yeah yeah and
0: eh.
1: um last thing so something occurred to me over the last couple of weeks I, I i'm gonna make this brief and maybe this could be a show topic for next week if we if we want to expand on it but I've heard a lot of people say they won't buy from X or Y because they don't like the person that's behind the brand, or they don't like the spokesperson, or yep. and we've talked about this in the show before. Obviously, my my argument is always: you think they're the only people working for that company, um, right? But like, are we really that messed up in in our in our like circle of family here that we have to care that we actually have to like the people that make the crap that we use? I mean, I guarantee you I don't like the guy that invented the light bulb when I use those.
0: Do you know – here's here's the funny thing. The things we use the most. Do you know the politics of the person that that makes your toilet paper? I was just going to say. Soap? I
1: almost use toilet paper or, as the
0: example. but Or that bags your meat at the store? I went to Kroger. I went to Kroger this weekend. No, you have no 599, idea. 5 dollars a pound, porterhouse. 5 a pound, porterhouse. I didn't go up to the guy and I go – now, who did you vote for in the last election? I need to know. <laughs> not even that. Not even that. Are oh, you just a... Porterhouse? Jim, yeah. you're, making
1: it, you're making it too obvious. What you didn't go up to the... counter. I you, need to know. You didn't go up... No, no, no. You're making it too obvious. I wasn't making even a political slant. You didn't go up to the counter and go, do you use 10s or do you use 9s? Like, yeah. when, not when, even when, a question when, that actually matters, just, but then when yeah. the guy says, I use tens." But I use them because it, it makes my tone fatter. And then the what guy was- on the other side of the counter goes "fuck
0: you" and walks off because, yeah, are- like, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, what? yeah. Well, well, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. What kind of blade do you use for that? Did you use a? Did you use you know a serrated or did you use a, a flat? Oh, well, I I can't buy this. It was used as a serrated. A serrated blade. Oh yeah, no.
1: So like that that kind of meat. Did you uh, did you do that on the machine, or uh, did you did yeah. you you did know, you know did you slice part. that by hand? Um, I did you, use, did you use did you use the glove when you sliced it, or is it point to point? I mean, is or is it? You're getting my point, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Holy I mean, we, crap! I mean, just we stop and to... think about how insane some of the shit we worry about actually is.
0: When well, we can't hate people, this is the thing about internet hate. We can't hate people about what they used. They got We got to hate them because they don't have the right pronouns or they didn't go to the right school or they don't have the right... I mean, it's like, for f- sake, are you going to eat this week? I don't know who made that DiGiorno pizza, pizza I put in the oven at now, lunchtime, but I ate it. Now, granted, there's
1: guys like Jeff Kiesel out there that rub people the wrong way and do stupid shit in forums that maybe people don't actually understand what's going on. And then there's also guys like... Um, like the guy from fractal cliff who like straight up acknowledges there's a problem with their product and is like, I'm not going to fix yours, but, but I'll fix it in a future revision for like other people, you yep. know, that that's the kind of shit that like you should look for. Right. But like, right. That did the, the cliff from fractal example, not, not the Jeff Keisel. Like, I, I don't know. like his personality. I, I don't like the cut. Of, yeah. I don't like the cut of his jib, you know? Yeah. Um, So that's all I'm going
0: to say, but I I can't stand the way you look at me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, are we really that? I mean, it's just it's gotten to the point. Actually, I was going to use Josh Scott in his example, but that was the political one, right? Like he was a member of the International House of Prayer who funded uh, an anti-gay group in in
0: South America. And then he left. And then he left when he found out they were doing it. Um, I mean. He you did know, the right thing. Well, the right thing to what uh, these people that hated on him. He was like, oh, I found that out. Wow. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to leave that.
1: Actually, I think he left it long before anybody found it out. Um, oh, that's what I mean. But which, I, it, is, which is way, even better because it's like he, he didn't have to tell me something. twice. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah. But, I'm already going. But like that's another that's another situation where it's like, OK, I could see maybe like a human rights violation. Like if the guy's okay, so the so the dude from Greenchild or whatever is it Greenchild? I don't want to get it wrong, but but there's a guy that makes like they're both sexist ads and then like totally politically motivated pedals And he oh, he yeah. has like yeah. like pedals of like Trump on it and stuff. And it's like Okay, I could see somebody when you were bringing up the politics thing. I could see somebody getting pissed about that, but I can't see somebody getting like and denying they're going to buy a product over something that's like absolutely ridiculous. Like, oh, that guy got a parking I'm just ticket.
0: Saying, I'm not saying that. that what, what, what I'm saying is we don't ask those questions. We pick up the charmin. We don't ask those questions. We grab, you know, whether you use Charmin or Angel Soft, I don't care, Scott. For if you if you're if you're a sadomasochist, use Scott paper towel. (laughs) I mean, uh, toilet paper. But but I'm just saying, (laughs) yeah, you miss. They call it John Wayne toilet paper for a reason. It doesn't take shit off anybody. Um, The, the, um, but, but, you know, all joking aside, right? We, we, we get so involved in these things, but there's all this little stuff we do all day long and we, we don't know it. And, and the fact is, people were like, are like, well, we're, we're revealing the curtain behind these things and so on and so forth. And I was like, yeah, but come on. At some point, you've just got to live. Yeah, just you just gotta can't live. dwell on it. And you can't worry about it. You can't it. keep hating on people. I mean, I wouldn't own an iPhone if I really cared about the world, right? As far as – Apparently. Oh, because iPhones are made by – Yeah,
1: because it's so much better than every other company that does exactly the Same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna bring. We're gonna. We're
0: gonna well, there's uh, fewer people jumping
1: off the Samsung factory.
0: There's fewer. To I mean, goes they're still doing it. Our, our, but <laughs> our, our initial thing, which is they're made by the same people, the same factory, yeah. the same hands. They're just made with the different parts. Hey, how about that? Uh, that Wampler slash <laughs> um, whatever uh, parts that were Welcome made in that, to that <laughs> it's been that way for a long time and that's what i'm saying these guys are you know it's just like the, uh, the court factory. If the court factory burned down, oh no, now we've lost, uh, you know, 10 every guitar brands. known to man that's an import. With the exception of, I think, like Epiphone. I think PRS and Gibson. Yeah, Epiphone, Epiphone is separate. Epiphone, PRS at this point, NESPLTD. Yeah. That would be. NESPLTD, that's right. <laughs> yep. They're made separately. <clears throat> we've we destroyed every other brand known to man that's made overseas. There goes Jackson, there goes exactly Spender, what there goes. Yeah. I'm crying it's just because fun. it's true. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I know. It, if you really think that this is the thing about uh, that whole that whole thing, if you really think that you're you're hurting rich people by doing it, it you're not. You're yeah. just not. They're not, not, they're going to be fine. The person that you hurt is the poor person that goes to work every day and punches a card and doesn't do anything. It's like that. They just want to get a freaking paycheck and feed their freaking families. It's
1: no different than people being like, I only buy Made in USA. Yep. Because it's a political issue, right? Oh, you know. You do realize they're taking all of their money and putting it (laughs) anywhere else but the USA.
0: Yep. Which is a, which is a completely separate, uh, uh, um, uh, economics issue. And, and we're, we're doing it to ourselves. So it's not, you know, you could buy USA all day long, made in USA all day Doesn't long. Doesn't matter. Those parts, parts aren't made here. Those parts aren't made here. We've, we've proven that. Yeah. We proved it. Gibson wouldn't have had to shut down for so long. If they could get capacitors and stuff where are they made it, vendor wouldn't have had to do it. Did the, the, the amp companies, the pedal companies, everybody, and in outside of the gear community, you could talk about cars, you could talk about, we could talk about anything all day long, you know. I, my freaking lawnmower, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jim, you better get that green USA spark plugs. I don't have spark plug. My lawnmower is electric.
1: Oh, I am, you better I get am, that that non Japanese uh, uh,
0: uh, brushless motor. Yep. <laughs> I got a brushless motor. I have no idea where it's made. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care because I can't. I, I remember in when I was a kid. All right. I am old guys. When I was a kid, I, I want to say I was in pre what, what most people call what they call school or junior high. Uh, we called
1: school, it now. Middle
0: school. Yeah. All right. So. Um, It depends on where you grew up, whether it's basically just just what state you're in. We have middle schools here. Sixth to eighth grade. Mm. So this is the 70s, folks. This is the uh, mid-70s. And um, a teacher said, this was early in this history of things. He goes, you know what? There are no televisions made in the United States. Did you know that? It's just a statement that he made. And I was like, "Hmm." sure enough, Zenith and everybody else had moved Overseas, and at that time, I think it was mostly Japan.
1: I think Zenith was, the, was, la- was the last one to leave.
0: Yeah, because I have family RCA that worked for them. And so, um, I lived now in when I moved to New York when I was in my thirties, forties. When I moved to New York again, I lived right down the street from the famous dog. Um, that's on your RCA records. You know, the the big dog? Yeah. A, he's got a name. I don't remember what his name is. Spot or some shit like that. I don't. He's got a regular dog name. And uh, I live right down the street from it. That place was a, a, an entirely abandoned warehouse of nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Where there used to be um, record pressing and you know and sure. all kinds of stuff. And it was sad I'm in my 50s now, folks. That was 20 years ago. It's It's been a sad thing. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> um, I'm not saying we can fix it individually. No, I think it's a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. So and That's why I'm I am, I'm too old. Guys, don't worry about me. I'll be in the ground soon enough. You don't have to worry about me.
1: <laughs> I have been David. I have been Jim. And tonight we've been Practical Guitarists.